again and welcome. I am Josh Hine, and this is the Pitchless Selling Podcast. It's the podcast where we talk about sales, business, and a little bit of personal motivation, all on our mission to help transform people's lives personally and professionally. We're so dang glad that you found us today. I don't know where you're listening or watching this podcast, but man, I'm glad to have you here. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, this is this is probably going to be a, a little bit of a controversy. I posted something online and it went really well. Um, wrote wrote a little article and uh, I was worried about the, the the controversial aspect of it, if you will. Um, turns out it's actually not that controversial. Um, I just thought I just thought that maybe some people would would feel bad or take it the wrong way or something. I don't know. I just I um, I recognized after talking to you know I've been obviously been talking to a lot of companies and we work with you know a bunch of companies and individuals and um, there was something that just you know I, I noticed there there was there's this missing piece in really this is a this is a, a broader business topic. Um, but really, you know, really, a, a sales, a sales topic as well, the sales industry, um, sales people, sales careers, but, but just generally in business, I don't care what your role is. If, uh, if you're not in sales, this podcast episode is also for you because, you know, I just, I, I've seen this now so many times and, um, I started just to give you a little background. I, I started out when I first had this idea, I started talking to different people in different industries. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty easy doing, doing what I do and, and talking to so many people I can, um, you know, I can have conversations with, with different people across the board and in, you know, all these different companies and, and, uh, again, different industries, sales reps in different industries and stuff. So I started asking people, uh, about this thought that I had in my head, and um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what the topic is, and, and basically it is that people, for for whatever reason, generally speaking, um, business people in general, but but specifically salespeople, um, don't treat their jobs like a true profession. Okay, and that's what I thought would be controversial. And in, in fact, I wrote an article. Um, it, I called it uh, "Sales Salespeople Aren't Professionals." Um, most people are. I said most salespeople aren't professionals, but they could be. And that was the title of the uh, article. I thought maybe that would uh, drum up a little bit. People might be a little upset about that one, but uh, turns out uh, the folks who actually read the article realized that uh, yeah, actually this makes a lot of sense. So. This is interesting. Um, that's that's the topic for for today. And again, like I said, if you found us here and you've you've never uh, watched or listened to one of our podcasts, whether you're in sales or really anything, regardless of what you do, today's podcast is all about treating whatever it is you do like a real professional, like a true professional. Okay. So let me start with this thought, right? This concept. You spend most of your life. Whatever you're doing, whatever job you have, right? You spend most of your life working. You're spending most of your days doing that job. And again, I'm going to make some. I'll make some sort of generalities as I go through this. Um, but, but the fact of the matter is, whatever job you have, whatever career path you've chosen, whatever your current job is, maybe you know, you probably have aspirations to go somewhere else, grow in your career, do something else, right? But the fact of the matter is, whatever you do, you're doing that. For most of the time, for most of your life, right? Most of your hours in a week are spent working, 
working and probably sleeping, <laughs> right? So if that's the case, if you're truly spending most of your time working, again, disregard sleeping for those of you who are getting your eight hours a night. Boy, I sure am not, but uh, <laughs> that, would, that does sound nice. Um, so again, if you're working most of why would you want to settle for just sort of like limping your way through it or being average, right? I, I, I just, it's something that dawned on me and I, and I haven't been able to get my head around this thought that like average is okay or accepting mediocrity. And here's the thing that was interesting. I started asking some of the higher performing salespeople about this same topic. And I'll get into what I mean about this in a second, what I asked them and, and where the conversation went. But you know, I started asking even the, the higher performers a question about this. And what I realized is even the higher performers, even the people who were really good at their jobs or performing at a high level, still weren't pushing themselves to be the best that they could. And so this is what this is what I asked. Originally, I started, I, I started the conversation by asking what types of things you're doing in order to develop personally and professionally. That's kind of how I approach this, right? What, what, what types of things do you do uh, to develop personally and, and professionally? Or how much time would you say that you're spending inside or outside of work on personal or professional development? So those were kind of the two ways that I, that I posed the question. And I'll say it again one more time just for you watching or listening to this podcast so you can think about it for a second, right? So how much time do you spend on personal or professional development? It's an interesting, interesting question, right? So let me rewind now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back it up a little bit, and I'm going to talk a little bit about what got me thinking about this. And so stick with me for, for a second. Um, it's, I'm going to go back to sort of my, my early days in sales, and, and, um, and I'm going to draw a lot of sort of uh, similarities to, I'm going to, I'm going to call upon sports, uh, quite a bit here because for me, I've played sports my whole life, played pretty much every sport. Um, you know, wasn't awesome at all of them for sure, but, uh, I love, I love playing sports and I love being active and I've tried a lot of different sports. I've, you know, really, I, a few of them I stuck to for a long time. I really, really loved them. And, um, of course, like many people, I am a, a fan as well of, of several sports. I especially love the NFL. So uh, I'll probably use some NFL analogies as I talk through this today. Um, I think about sports though, and you think about professional sports, right? And you think about what does it take to become a professional athlete? And I used to think about this quite a bit, like, wow, you know, it's, it's amazing. Um, you know, it's amazing to be a a professional athlete, you got to think of all the people who say they play a sport coming up through, you know, youth sports and all that. And then they go to, to, you know, maybe it's rec league sports or travel teams. And then, you know, maybe they play, they, they'll play sports in high school. And then think about all the people who play sports in high school, right? Only some of those people are able to go on and then play sports in college, right? And then an even smaller percentage of people are able to make it from college to professional sports. Okay. And so obviously there's, there's some natural skill involved there and I won't discount the skill that, you know, that it, the, the sort of natural abilities and natural skills that come with that, but that's not the, the topic for today. The, the, the one thing besides skills that every single professional athlete has in common is their tenacious laser focus on, let's just say relentless self-improvement. Okay. So they're focusing on 
getting better all the time, nonstop. Okay. And so even when you make it just to make it into pro sports, right? I mean, it's thousands and thousands and thousands of hours, but think about this for a second. Athletes, professional athletes actually spend most of their time practicing and training, right? And developing their skills, not actually competing, right? So let me say it again. Most of their time, most of a professional athlete's time is actually spent in the development side. It's spent in practice. It's spent training, reviewing tape or, or, or previous competitions or games that you had, right? Your own film, video of you and your, you know, you competing. How can you improve, right? That's where they're spending most of their time. And then, you know, the, the competition is secondary. I mean, they're doing, they're competing far less than they're actually developing, than they're actually practicing or training, right? And so again, maybe this, this analogy just works for me because I, I, you know, I love sports. I played sports my whole life and um, this, this makes sense for me. But even if you're not interested in sports, right? Even if you don't care uh, about sports at all, and that's not your thing, I think at a basic level, you can comprehend the fact that an athlete spends most of their time practicing, right? And training, not actually competing. Okay. So I want you to keep that in mind as we go through this. So let's then flip that and go to the business side of things, right? And, you know, obviously I, I look, I tried to relive the old glory days there in my thirties playing, uh, <laughs> playing different sports and adult leagues, this, and, you know, beer league hockey and flag football teams and tournaments, men's league, softball, all kinds of stuff. Right. Um, but now, uh, I've, I've sort of moved past that. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not uh, not playing as many sports as I used to, and so I've turned business into my sport. And this is one of the things that sort of stuck with me from playing sports even at a young age. That I realize I was I was guilty of this. Right? This was I. I'm no better than than anyone else out there that that may struggle with this or not put the time into this. Right? It's a whole. It's a gap that I realized exists generally in the business world. And I, and I just, I don't, I don't necessarily know why it is. I think, you know, people get caught up in the day-to-day hustle and bustle of their job, right? You got deadlines, you got projects to work on, you got stuff to do. Now I'm going to shift and, and talk specifically about, uh, talk specifically about, um, sales here for a second, because this is, you know, again, generally speaking, uh, you know, lift off as a sales training company and, um, a lot of our podcasts are about sales and sales development. And so if you are in sales, let me talk to you for a second. So sales, salespeople in general is, is one of the careers, one of the jobs that I would say you have the ability to spend a significant amount of time on practice, on training, okay, where you can really devote some time into self-development, personal and professional development, and it will have immediate correlation to the success you have in your role, in your job. Okay. So here's what I mean by that. You know, a lot of people out there, a lot of salespeople at companies that I've been to, uh, salespeople I've talked to, you know, they might do some call reviews or if they have recorded calls, um, you know, they'll go back through, uh, every week, maybe they'll go through with a manager or every month they'll go through with a manager and they'll do a sort of a conversation, a breakdown of the call. How did it go? And maybe they've picked a skill or two, right, that they wanted to focus on or specific part of the call that they wanted to focus on and getting better at for maybe for the next week or, you know, for the next call review. But what I found is that there's, a, there's a, generally speaking, there's a lack of 
ongoing skill development where you're actually improving your skills, right? Not just haphazardly reviewing calls and things like that and like, where could I get better, right? So there's a lack of ongoing skill development. And the even when people are doing these reviews, or let's say, again, if maybe you're not in sales, right? Maybe you say, oh, Josh, I do things. I do, I do self-development things all the time. I read tons. I love to read. I do tons of reading, read tons of books. Look, that's, that's good. That is for sure better than nothing, right? That is one way that you can improve. What else, right? What else are you doing? How else could you get better? And so I just, I, I think that there's a general, there's a general feeling of um, good enough, right? And even people who are really good in their jobs, they're, they're, they're focused. They feel like they're working their butts off, putting in a ton of hours, right? Just grinding away, dialed in, staying on top, very structured, very process oriented. I'm really locked in. I'm really, really good at my job. But even the top performers I talked to had had issues or lacked self-development, personal development, professional development time. It's something that's missing. And so here's what I here's what I sort of realized, right? Is whether you're really, really bad at your job, you're brand new at your job, you've been doing it forever, you're you're amazing at your job, whatever it is, right? Regardless of where you are right now in terms of skills, in terms of success, in terms of output or production, regardless of where you are in all those things, you have room to improve. I can say that unequivocally without a doubt. You can improve, okay? And that goes for me as well. So this isn't me. Uh, I'm not trying to soapbox it here or, you know, stand up here and and, and, and preach about, oh, you know, you got to work harder. You got to do better. Try harder. You know, uh, invest in yourself. I'm the same way. Like, I, I also need to get better. So what I'm telling you is come on the journey with me, right? Join me in this. I'm trying to get better every single day. I am... I, look, I'm nowhere near where I think I can be and where I want to end up, right? I know that there's always some, some spot I can get better, an area I can improve. And look, improvement takes time. And I get that. Heck, it's hard enough. Look, you know, you got, you know, life, you got work going on, you got life, you got family, you got kids, you got all these things, you got to run around, you got to do this, do that, go over here. It's like, oh my gosh, when am I going to have time to, you know, it's like, I'm just hanging on here. I'm just trying to, I'm just barely, I'm just barely holding on at this point. Right? Like, what do you, t- I, sorry, Josh, I don't, I don't have time for personal and professional development. Well, I think you're wrong. What I would challenge you on is you need to make time for it. It's that important, right? Never stop getting better. Never stop improving. And so, you know, as it relates specific, the reason that I, I started talking about this originally, the, the reason the idea hit me was because I was doing all these trainings, right? I'm doing these sales trainings and I'm talking to all these companies about sales training and I'm talking to some individuals, some salespeople about sales training, right? And I just couldn't, I just couldn't believe how few companies actually have an organized sales training structure in place, a system in place, right? A means for salespeople to continue growing, continued skill development, right? And there are a lot of gaps that exist out there with, with training programs that are available on the market today as well. Those are gaps that I think we've, we've solved here at Liftoff. I think that we've got, I've got, um, 
got a pretty good program, not to <laughs> not to toot, toot my own horn over here or anything, but you know, our program is 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 it fills in the gaps where a lot of folks have left off. But forget training programs that are out there, forget our, you know, pitchless selling programs, level one, level two programs, forget all that. It's the general lack of anything at all or any sort of formal ongoing structure or formal ongoing strategy. See, for whatever reason, people don't take the same approach to personal development and professional development. They don't take the same sort of strategic approach to it. They don't look at it as an important company milestone or in a an important personal uh, goal or company goal that you track towards, right? Training is not just something, and you may have heard this, right? Training is not something that you did. It's something you do. You need to stay on top of this. You need to continue growing. You need to continue getting better. But for some reason, people don't do that. So again, going back to pro sports, think about this. I, I talked about how long it takes how many hours? Thousands and thousands of hours just to become a professional athlete. Well, when people become a professional athlete, or let's say they, you know, they reach the highest level possible in their sport, whatever that is, maybe it's the Olympics for some, again, maybe it's professional sports for others. When they get there, it's not like, hey, I just got drafted in the NFL. Yes, I'm done, baby. Woo-hoo! I have made it, right? Like, no more practice. I never have to go to another day of practice. No more, you know, two-a-days in the summer heat, right? No more film study, right? I don't got to look at the playbook anymore and memorize plays. This is awesome. I'm a professional now. I'm a pro athlete. Like, what? <laughs> what? Like, can you imagine watching, and again, sorry for those of you out there who aren't NFL fans or football fans, but could you imagine watching an NFL football game if the offense didn't spend that week practicing what plays they were going to run, going through the plays, walking through the plays, getting their their uh, strategy, you know, offensive strategy in line? Heck, if the defense wasn't watching tape of the other team that they were playing against, right, so they could get a feel for how they need to defend their team, the whole thing would be a mess. The offense would have a hard time scoring points, and the defense wouldn't be able to stop running nose so it's now look these guys are uh, you know these guys are incredible athletes so surely they would be able to again this goes back to having some of that baseline right some of that previous skill some of the you know they would have some success a little bit of success but if they weren't practicing every week if they weren't studying film if they weren't doing all those things they would lose every game i mean there's just no doubt about it so the, the, the point there is, biz, on the business side of things, if I, if I flip that and look at business or I look at sales specifically, there's not only is it not that big of a priority or that important, but it's hardly, I mean, it's not, it's not done at, at all in some places, right? And, and, and so what I want to do is I want to spend the rest of the time talking about where you're at now and motivating you or pushing you, maybe urging or encouraging you to put a little bit of effort into it. Spend a little time investing in yourself. Invest in yourself personally. Invest in yourself professionally. Don't settle for good enough. Don't settle for average. Don't just be happy making it through the day. See, here's the thing. I I started the podcast by talking about how much time you spend working, how it's the thing you spend most of your days, you know, most of your time during the day doing, right? So if you're going to do that, hold yourself to a higher standard, right? 
Take some accountability to push yourself to be the absolute best you can be. Why would you just be okay with being average or being okay at your job? Wouldn't you much rather walk in and, and next time you go into a meeting, everyone looks at you and just knows that like you are it? Like you're number one. You're a beast. When someone needs something, they come to you because you, they know you got the answer or because you're the best at it. Right? What else does that do for you? If you're the best, guess what else? You're going to advance your career. You're going to make more money. You're going to be a leader, right? Opportunities will present themselves to you because you've taken the time to invest in yourself because you have put in the hard work, right? It's just like going to the gym. You know, everyone talks about, oh, you know, look, uh, yeah, yeah uh, and, and this was a struggle I had. To be honest, I'm going to get a little bit personal here. You know, I, I had some, some problems with, you know, wasn't watching wasn't what I was eating. You know, it was fast food every day for lunch. Some, a lot of days for breakfast, right? I wasn't working out hardly at all, if at all, you know, wasn't going to the gym. Next thing you know, and you know, I'm weighing more than I, you know, have ever weighed literally heaviest I've ever been in my entire life. Uh, you know, I'm out of breath, walking up a flight of stairs, you know, feeling terrible, right? Putting on your shoes is a nightmare. You got to try to bend over to tie your shoes. It's like, uh, you know, clothes are fitting too tight. It's like, uh, but here's the thing. That, those things start to add up, and all of a sudden now it starts affecting you mentally, right? Not only is it affecting you physically, but it's affecting you mentally. So now you're not going through the day with the same type of you know, excitement and passion that you need to, right? You're, not, you're just kind of half-assing everything, right? And so what do you do? Well, what did I do? I went to the gym. I started eating right. Boom. Next thing you know, there's 40 pounds down, right? And now I lost 40 pounds, and guess what? I feel great. I'm excited to go through the day. I wake up feeling good. My body doesn't hurt all the time, right? I'm not out of breath walking up the stairs or tying my shoes. What am I? I'm playing with my kids more. I'm happier at home. I'm, my interactions at work are great. I'm able to you know, really deliver a strong message when I'm talking to people, when I'm training people, right? That excitement, everything in my life is better. And the same thing goes with your job. If you're spending that much time working, you're spending that much time of your life doing this thing, working or doing whatever it is, why are you okay just being average at it? Why are you okay just sort of making it through? Imagine the life you would have. Imagine the things you could do. Imagine every interaction you have. If you're more successful, if you're better, if you're working hard, if you're proud of yourself, right? I talk about this all the time. I said, you know, leaving no stone unturned. I talk about uh, this relentless pursuit for better, right? There's no such thing as, as enough. You should never reach a point where you're good enough, successful enough. You have enough money, enough whatever, right? The second you stop growing is the second you start dying, right? No growth equals death. That, you start, it's a slippery slope. And for me, as far as I'm concerned, I would rather go through my life working my tail off, pushing as hard as I can to be the absolute best I can be, right? And it's not about people patting me on the back or telling me how good I am or like I said earlier, coming into a meeting and having everyone. It's not necessarily about that. I don't need, I don't need everyone else to tell me, hey, Josh, you're the man. Oh, yeah, you're so awesome. Way to go, you know? No. What I like is that when I go into a room, I can feel strong and comfortable and confident 
because I know that I'm in the best position I can be at that moment. And I know that I'm not a finished product. I'm still working. I'm still pushing, right? I'm grinding out here. And that feels good. I'll never be done with that. I'll never stop growing. I'll never reach a point where I've made it. I've arrived. I'm good enough. And so I want to challenge you to do the same thing. Whatever, whatever job you have, whatever role you are, whatever, whatever, wherever you are in your career. And again, I don't care if you've been in the same job for 30 years. You're incredible at your job. <laughs> Surely after 30 years of experience, you're probably amazing at your job. But I want to urge you to keep pushing. Whatever that means, personally and professionally. Relentless pursuit of better. All right? So take a little bit of time, invest in yourself, figure out where it is your week. Be honest with yourself. Where can you get better? Where can you advance your skills? Where can you learn about something you don't know a lot about? Talk to people, get some feedback from people, whatever it takes. All right. So the, the, the podcast today, the, the message today, the topic today, it's all about this sort of, this sort of concept of, you know, lack of training, lack of professionalism in the business world. And that's why I thought it was going to be a little bit controversial. Hopefully you see now uh, it's not actually that controversial <laughs> of a topic. Um, I think you'll find it's, it's actually probably true um, based on the feedback I got from my article. That's, I actually got a lot more, uh, a lot, lot more positive feedback than I was expecting on that. And so the, the point is, the reason I want to talk about that on today's podcast is because it doesn't have to be that way. And I think, you know, I recognize that it's hard. I recognize that it takes time, you know, and I recognize that there's a lot of other things going on and, you know, sales, you got to hit your quotas. You got this, you got that, you got these goals. You want to sell more. You want to sell as much as you can. But what I'll tell you is if you can focus on improving yourself, both personally and professionally, this relentless desire, this relentless focus, laser focus on improvement, everything in your life will get better. You will sell more, right? You will make more money you will be more successful. Take the time to focus on yourself and never, ever settle. Never settle for good enough. Okay, you owe yourself that. Thank you so much for joining us today. That's it for this week's podcast. Uh, you know, next, uh, I, I ask this, I ask this every time. It's just uh, one little favor, if, if you don't mind. Um, if there's someone else you think could benefit from this message from today's podcast episode, uh, do me a favor. And I just mean one person. Again, if you want to share it with more, you certainly can. But I'm only asking you to share it with one person. Uh, and it shouldn't take you long at all. So if you can find one person you think would benefit from this, I would really, really appreciate you sharing it and helping us on our mission to change people's lives personally and professionally. That's it for this one. Thank you so much for joining the Pitch of Selling podcast. And we will see you on the next one.